Hey everybody and welcome to episode 73 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So guys, welcome to episode 73 of the Revive Yourself podcast. I hope you're all well. Um, yeah, well, you know, last week's podcast got a lot of traction. Paul, once again, going off on one. Fortunately, with the cut a little bit short, but, you know, I'll get him back on. And, yeah, I mean, you guys have really enjoyed that episode. He was going deep into to lots of absolutely, um, I'd say, or, or topics that absolutely need clarification and we had to understand. And things that people just don't go deep on because they don't know how, don't know how the time there. Everyone's caught up in all this nonsense that they try and distract us with. I even put a post up the other day um, about the RAF um, and 100 years and how, how, you know, how proud I am of the people that served and the courage that they've got and my, my grandparents and stuff. But all the people on the streets lining the mail, I just, in Buckingham Palace, I just wish we all come together for something like fighting against 5G and against GMO foods and deforestation and the plastic and vaccines and fluoride in the water and all these things. If we did that, they'd have absolutely no chance against us. And so all these political things with race and social, social, um, standing and stuff and, politics and all this nonsense it's just things that drive us apart distract us from the real things that we need to be concentrating on so let's hope that we can get together and do that um today's guest um is troy casey from well he's got www.thecertifiedhealthnut he's also he's known as the certified health nut he's another Czechie, but he's someone who come onto the health scene um about over a decade ago now he's he sort of um coincided with the the uh, platform YouTube and that come. Troy is a former supermodel, um, and he started to use natural health for helping him get through those, well, the partying scene really. And we go into that, and, it's, and we talk about lots of different topics. His divorce, how that's been changing for him, especially health wise. How gut health is so important. The difference between the health and fitness industry. Um, we talk about. Uh, well different health changes that he's had um, so we go into a lot of different areas and it's a really interesting conversation um, and just before we get to Troy I just want to let you know once again uh, head on over to www.reviveyourself.co for a free 4 day mini course if you're dealing with any chronic issues and you want to know the, the, what's what's behind this and the best way to, to deal with it and also if you're looking for any one to one help um, I have actually just one space that currently open uh, to work with myself and if you want to send me a message at ryan at reviveyourself.co or go on to www.reviveyourself.co and you can fill out the contact form there and um, we can sort out a call and discuss if and how we can help you because um, that's if you've been dealing with this chronic issue for a long period of time uh, and you want to get over it whether it be skin gut chronic fatigue you know adrenal problems endometriosis anything to do with it skin issues whatever it may be we can have a chat okay guys otherwise without further ado here's troy enjoy and i'll see you on the other side so troy welcome to revive this podcast how are you doing today 
the beginning. Cool. Troy, can you hear me, mate? Yeah, you know what? Um, I'm That's getting perfect. a poor connection, and how's how's your connection? My connection is good. I'm on what? I'm on Wi-Fi, and uh, I just know that if I don't have the camera on, um, it's better connection. Cool. Let's do that then. Turn yeah, it's the a better. Okay. Turn off my no eyes. Cool. No eyes, man. So uh, yeah, after that. Up, we, we're, we're getting cut out anyway, so just then, had a little, had a little thing there with the connection, but, so you're in uh, Phoenix, Arizona today, you said, mate, so visiting, your, visiting your, your dad? Yeah, I'm visiting, I'm visiting uh, family right now, and then we're headed to Sedona, and we're going to the Grand Canyon for some epic camping. Yeah, Sedona and Arizona, I hear they do um, camping, I think they do quite a lot of uh, different, different retreats in, in Sedona, right? Well, Sedona is a vortex, and so uh, or there's multiple vortices, and uh, and so there's all sorts of spiritual things, retreats, um, lectures, workshops being done in that area, and uh, a lot of spiritual seekers and spiritual teachers there. Okay, so is it, is it, have you been to one of them before? I mean, there's people do a lot of breath work there, right as well. You said it's, it's quite a base place. It's quite a, it's quite a vast. I think one of my uh, one of my friends has been over there and did, did quite did did um, a, a course in. Uh, I think it was I think it was breathwork over there. He said he almost I think he went into a into a uh, yeah into some sort of state where he was um, basically he says very similar to taking DMT, <laughs> but well, not as powerful, but quite powerful. Well, that sounds like a holotropic breathwork uh, there we go, uh, yeah. course and uh, and. Yeah, I, I haven't done any courses in Sedona. I kind of let the land teach me, yeah. um, you know, and focus on, on uh, just being in the land. I like the water. There's a creek that runs through Sedona, and, uh, and I love the heat mm. and, and the energy of the rocks. And mm. so I, I like to usually just go hiking. I spend a lot of time with my children up there as well. Yeah, man, it does seem like quite a cool place. It seems like a very vast place. You can get including nature, but uh, so Troy, mate, I think um, it's good to have you on the show. I've uh, come across your work quite a few years ago, actually. Uh, I think one of the first videos I ever saw was you interviewing uh, a, a mutual friend of ours, Paul Check. Um, you were talking about belly button rings and everything. It's on YouTube. Um, really interesting. How long? Uh, so you've been doing this quite a while, right? It's you've got the www.certifiedhealthnut.com. How long has that been going for? So I've had Certified Health Nut uh, since about 2006. I had a vision when I was in the Amazon, which was an amalgamation of my on-camera career. I started out as a Versace model, and I started studying nutrition back then, almost 30 years ago. And uh, <clears throat> so the vision I had was an amalgamation of my on-camera career, my natural medicine studies, and, uh, and my comedy career. I'd, I'd been do doing stand-up and improv uh, for quite a few years before I had this vision in the Amazon in 2006. When I came out of the jungle uh, in, in 2006, YouTube was a brand new reality, and I had all this exotic digital footage, and I started posting it up on YouTube, and I was able to uh, get a lot of attention right out, right, out of the, right out of the gate. Then my son was born soon after that um, in, in water in my living room, and uh, so I put some stuff up on natural childbirth, and uh, 
I was one of the first few people out there that wasn't in his 20s on steroids uh, as, as, a, as a fitness trainer or, um, or as a vegan nutritionist. So oh. it seemed like those were kind of your <clears> – <throat> was, that was health on YouTube in the beginning, you know, uh, on steroids and uh, a fitness trainer or uh, a vegan nutritionist. And, uh, and I said, well, there's got to be a little bit more to that. And, uh, and of course, then Paul Check emerged and I was like enamored with his energy and also his information and also how he could explain many of the pitfalls in the vegan uh, diet that, that I had been seeing, but he was able to give uh, nomenclature and long-term lectures on actually what was going on with the human body. He had healed many vegans that uh, had uh, contrived cancer and other uh, 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 dysfunctional anomalies in their body. And, and so it was, it was great to hear someone explain what I was seeing because I was working uh, with an herbal company at the time and I was surrounded by vegans just looking for energy. And, uh, and so they were buying all my herbs, but they were some of the most sick and energetic vampire people I had ever been around. And I, I really couldn't, I couldn't understand it because it was supposed to be this utopian diet. And, you know, personally, I got severely anemic attempting to go long-term vegan. After about two years, I threw in the towel, <clears throat> I was bloated, I had adrenal exhaustion and severe anemia. And so that's how I met Paul Check was hearing him really talk about nutrition and uh, the dirt facts. Yeah, that's an awesome lecture. Anyone who hasn't seen that on YouTube, go on YouTube, look at Paul, put in Paul Check, the dirt facts. Phenomenal. Um, that's the thing with um, myself, my man. Like, I got into this. I didn't actually go. I, I experimented. I went vegan for six months. The first three, I felt really good. This, this, the second three, I was not feeling too great, and I, and I stopped. Um, that was just an experiment on myself. I never bought into the... Uh, this will got to be one approach for everyone. I think it. That's the thing. The, the vegan approach, and I've talked talk to Paul about this, and he says it's it's become a cult thing because people are so eager or so keen to be able to belong to something, they defend it, even when you know you probably dealt with vegan clients as well. They say I'm really healthy, but I'm not very energetic, and it's like okay, so what are you doing? It's like well, I'm vegan, so I know my diet's good, and it's like well, that could be the very reason why you like that, and and they'll defend it until you actually break through and explain it to them, and they have some meat, and they realise. Well, this is what's been missing, right? You must have some clients like that. Oh, I'm, I'm, I, I've saved many, many, many people um, from this situation because I've made some videos uh, explaining this. I've, 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 I've brought on other uh, unsuccessful vegans who are now successful, eating more of an omnivore diet, and this has caused a lot of controversy and stirred. But what happens is is the vegans secretly contact me on a private message. One even said that I came into, a guy from the UK actually said I came into his dream and told him to eat a hamburger. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the next day he woke up and, 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 and did just that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I don't like to make too, too much light of it. You know, it's, it, it, it's funny in, in one uh, uh, realm and then it, it's also a pain in the ass as a health practitioner. Oh, yeah, massively. Uh, trying try, try to teach and, and help people. And, and so I only want to see the best for people. And I understand if psychologically 
people have adopted these ideologies that aren't serving them, but they feel it's serving them and they feel it's utopian or they feel it's spiritually better to be doing it. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a big conundrum. It's a big nut to crack. And, uh, and especially with nutrition, uh, and the food supply being tampered with by agribusiness companies, uh, it's a very tough subject to talk about nutrition these days uh, because there's so many nuances and there's so many diet paradigms and uh, uh, utopian ideals that are sold, even in the keto diet, which is very popular right now. And it's even popular among um, Czech practitioners and other uh, astute uh, practitioners of health. And the fact of the matter is, is that um, – uh, no one diet necessarily works. You know, ultimately you want to be an omnivore, eat real food, eat when you're hungry and, uh, uh, allow the body's own intuition to teach you what it actually needs in any given moment. And uh, let me just say on the addendum to that, we're domesticated. So even if you're going to eat a paleo diet or a keto diet, you're still cheating in the modern world to a certain degree of what we would have done as a caveman. And so I just think that caveman is a good marker of how our digestive tract is built. We're only dealing with about less than 200 years of the industrial revolution. And before that we were an agra agrarian society, you know, we're, we're agriculture. And before that we were hunter and gatherers. So, uh, we've got such a long history of kind of the caveman paleo, style diet. Um, so I think there's some things to be recognized, recognizing that we're also domesticated right now and how we're going to move through time and space with the tools that we have in our domesticated modern day lifestyle and, and, and keeping balanced in the mind first and then applying that in our diet, nutrition and movement programs. Yeah, man. I completely believe that. And, you know, as you said before, the brain's only as healthy as the blood that surrounds it, right? So if you're not eating right for you, then you're not going to be thinking right. And, you know, mate, this is, this is something I completely agree with. It's not, it's not, uh, what, 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 look, it's funny. When I first come into it, you know, I'm a big, big promoter of, of vegetables and green drinks, etc. And I was always like plant power. And that was good. And then it seemed to get this movement going where vegans become almost like, almost like, um, yeah, nutri nutritional righteousness about how they should be this and and what's putting in people's face and it's like and it pushed me the other way to saying like well look there's a million and one people that do well eating the carnivore diet just meat for example you know there's a Dr. Sean Baker out there who's doing that and he's, he's been doing really well on that and uh, do, do you know Jordan Peterson's daughter? Have you heard of her story? Uh, no I haven't but I, I have heard that he went through a uh, healing crisis but please share yeah no Jordan Peterson uh, obviously he's doing it now he's just doing meat he eats meat water and salt but his daughter um, Michaela went she had crippling autoimmune conditions all of her life and she listened to the story about it and um, she was she was thinking well maybe it was food and then she used to study and when she studied she didn't realize she'd eat rubbish and it would get worse or eat bagels etc so she started cutting things out anyway she finally got down to like meat and veg and she was like oh, i feel a lot a lot better but still with something coming up and then when she finally cut out um vegetables all she eats is meat now usually all of her autoimmune conditions have gone away she's had to have like multiple surgeries on joints etc and she said it's the best and she used to have crippling depression as well and um she's just eating meat and she's just red meat and she's 
it looks the best, feels the best it's ever done. And it's like you can't, <clears throat> you can't. As a, it doesn't matter. What you, I don't care where your studies are coming from. No one knows your body better than you, so you can't discount that, right? It's someone's story, and it's the truth for them. It what works. So this is the thing you have to really look into. I mean, you know, as people say, it's more than one way to skin a cat. It's just I feel people do get, do get, they sort of buy into the club almost like a cult, and then they just, they will defend it no matter what, even when, as you said before, the results aren't showing them what they want. You know, it's a it's a thing. But my man, for, how old are you now, Troy? Fifty. I'm 52. 52, mate. And you're looking very good for it. And you said, I oh, know you were sort of a model in your in your previous years. Was that, what's it like today, compared to model years? Was it a very, very different world you know, where you think these days? Well, I was, I was young, you know, and I wasn't, I wasn't half as aware. I think I was in, as intuitive and uh, empathetic. However, I think I, um, I used to kill a lot of that with my drinking and drug use, um, I was, I was just pretty unconscious when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I turned into quite a party animal when I was in the fashion industry. And, um, that's quite uh, easy to do, right? Yeah. You know, drugs and alcohol and nightclubs are free, uh, when you're a model and worldwide. So that was New York, London, uh, Milan, Miami, and God, you get into some tropical areas like Miami, and and drugs and alcohol are free. I mean, you could just party all night long, and it was mm -hmm. it was incredible. And so, uh, had a great experience. And then, you know, it took me a little while to wake up from that. Um, but actually, I had my first my first really bout of sobriety and, and health uh, while I was sitting in Milan. I started reading a lot of actually uh, vegan literature. My first book was Fit Fit for Life. Mm -hmm. And it woke me up to just, you know, eating real food ultimately. Um, and I've since been friends with the, the author, the author of that, uh, Marilyn Diamond. And uh, w w I'm friends with her on Facebook. And uh, she's in her 70s now. And uh, she almost killed herself hormonally with that vegan diet. Uh, her and her husband wrote that book about 40 years ago, Fit for Life. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that was the beginning part of my journey um, in, in modeling. You know, at least it gave me uh, a deeper introspection of who I was, even if it was aesthetically, you know, uh, mm -hmm. I, was, I was motivated uh, to look and feel my best for my career at the time. Yeah. And, and so um, I utilized nutrition uh, to start cleaning up my body. And then I, at the time, I was smoking and, and smoking marijuana and stuff, and I quit all that for a couple of years and and got really into health and nutrition. And uh, uh, you know that was a b b beginning part of my journey. Then I had a lot of success. I, I did four Versace campaigns, and I was traveling extensively. and uh, And I just got back into my party phase for another four or five years. I was working in Tokyo and New York, and and. Uh, and having a having a really really good time, and uh, and then that got that got too much. It, it broke me down mentally and, and emotionally and, and and spiritually as well, and as well as physically, and uh, and so uh, then I got into meditation, and uh, from 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 there it really it really helped shift my consciousness, and and I just wanted a different part of of, of life, and then I I found these. Maori shaman from New Zealand, and they did really powerful, uh, you know, emotional and spiritual healing on the body. And, 
And then somebody turned me on to the cerebral company from the Amazon, and I started working with the, the, the Indians in the rainforest, drinking ayahuasca. And, and uh, um, so those were my three really powerful wake-ups, you know, um, meditation, um, uh, shamanism, and, uh, you know, I guess nutrition is definitely one of them as well. Um, and, uh, and that's kind of where I'm, where I'm at today. My divorce was, was another big wake-up call for me, having a family being a father, um, you know, having, having troubles in my relationship. Uh, you know, I use that as my spiritual platform, uh, to just become a better person and understand myself and others better. Um, so, so that, that's kind of uh, a trajectory through my own, uh, awakening in the last 20 years. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, this is, I want to touch on what you just said there about your relationship, but just first of all, when you were, when you were a model, um, Troy, and you were staying in shape, and you were partying. How did you do that? Did you use used to use drugs, or was it just you had know, really good genetics? Well, I definitely got good genetics. There's no doubt about it. But at 52, and how much partying I've done, and smoking, clearly, it's uh, you know I've I've whatever I'm doing biochemically or energetically to to my body is definitely working. So, uh, I know, so Troy, hundred percent now. Sorry, mate. I maybe didn't. Expect, I mean, I mean, when you were that young and you were partying, was you still in good shape? Did you manage to keep your physique? Was you using drugs then? As in, as in, were you using steroids at all then to keep in shape, or was it just literally you just had good genetics when you were when you were modelling? Because if you're partying for four or five years, I'm sure it would be quite easy to eat rubbish food and, and maybe have skin eruptions, etc. Yeah, you know, I, I. Uh... I was doing all sorts of stuff. I, first of all, I never did anabolic steroids. I've okay. never done steroids for my physique ever. Um, second of all, um, yeah, when I was partying, I mean, I was doing all sorts of things from junk food to alcohol and cocaine and, and, and cigarettes and all sorts of stuff. Um, and so, um, you know, that, that was in my 20s. But the good thing was is I learned how to do – Internal purification, fasting, herbs, juice cleansing, <clears throat> these things helped revitalize myself. In fact, um, if I would start looking, you know, like hell, you know, hung over all the time and, you know, just not looking well, not taking care of myself, just partying literally like a rock star 24-7 and five days in a row in Miami Beach and uh, I would – I would look in the mirror and go, you know, you need to do something. So I would, I would sober up. I would, I would do a juice cleanse. I would do some kind of fasting. I would take herbs, take dandelion to clean out my kidneys and my liver. Um, so that's actually how I got into, right, um, okay. you know, I juxtaposed my partying with my health protocols. Right. Got you. Got you. And, and you mentioned there about this. I, I didn't actually know that you'd, you'd, you'd been divorced, my man. Um, how is that in terms of, from a health perspective, and keeping yourself and keeping yourself mentally able to do your work, and and this maybe as a learning experience, what was that like? Well, you know, I'm still formulating everything that I'm going through right now. Um, uh, I, my wife and I, we we started having some, you know, big challenges. Um, um, I'd say the biggest part of our challenges were probably the last three years and we just didn't have 
one of our therapists mentioned that we should look at our cultural differences, which I had never done. You know, I take people kind of at face value. You're a human being. I'm a human being. But he had a he had a Taekwondo sensei who was Korean. And this guy was a white guy from from the hood in, in, in L.A. So he grew up in Watts. His family was wealthy years ago. And, and he had a big house in Watts. And Watts turned into the ghetto throughout the 50s. And so he he knew about cultural differences. And this guy was an astute therapist in his 70s. And when he pointed this out, you know, I hadn't, it hadn't really dawned on me. And then when I started working with this therapist and with my wife, I started realizing, you know, we definitely had complete different upbringings and ideology and, you know, East meets West, basically, you know, they're very strategic and, and, and West, you know, it's very, uh, you know, militarily wise, you know, the mm. East is more strategic and, and, and the West is more, you know, by force. And, and so th- those dynamics were a little bit in our, in our relationship. Um, and, you know, she had a very strong mind and, uh, and, you know, sometimes, you know, I don't want to play the blame game or play the victim game or any of that stuff. Uh, but she had a very strong strategy uh, of, you know, undermining, not undermining, but just disagreeing with me. And, you know, so that would just light me up and I'd get pissed off. And, and so in the end, I treated the journey uh, as a spiritual journey. I t- treated her as my spiritual guru. And, um, and the difficulties that I was going through as uh, – you know, just to find more peace and more balance and let things go. And, um, you know, at the same time I was turning 50. So call it your midlife crisis. Steiner calls it the seven cycles of seven. So your seven chakras develop, uh, the seven cycles of the human body, the human mind. Um, and so basically to, to put it in a nutshell, the, the physical realm is solidifying from zero to seven. So your bones, your teeth, your nervous system. And also it's, uh, the, the, the spiritual body is coming in from the spirit world, uh, developing into the, 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 the physical body, the, the physical body. And so, uh, so, and then as you age seven cycles of seven, the physical body is starting to die. And eventually the, the spiritual body is going to go back up into the spiritual world. And so it's preparing you to release the body ultimately. And so I think that there, there's a component of that in Steiner's philosophy. And I definitely went through that. And instead of vilifying my ex-wife and, you know, just making her out to be the bad guy and causing more problems in my life, I was like, I was, I was, I was, I was like, you know, uh, let me, let me find peace and harmony in this and let me, let me, um, find forgiveness, uh, in this and, and allow that to be my spiritual teacher. So that's what I, that's what I utilized, uh, that for. And I also tried to keep my marriage together. I forced my wife to, to, to get a divorce if that's what she really wanted. And I think what happened is, is, you know, two people come together and, uh, you know, we both have a shadow. We both have a yin and yang dark side. And I think what happens is, is when people aren't willing to deal with the other person's dark side, um, or shadow, then, 
you know, they give up and that's what's called divorce. And I think that's so common in our, in our, in our world. Yet we live in this utopian ideal that marriage and monogamy is, you know, forever. We live in this Disney kind of utopian, uh, Prince charming, uh, fantasy world. And the world is so dynamic and keeps changing. And I don't think that that utopian exists and statistics actually prove that. I think two thirds of all marriages end in divorce and it's higher in affluent areas. And so, um, and then if you read something like sex at dawn, it doesn't seem like who we're meant to be monogamous animals at all. And so, uh, so, so I'm formulating my own philosophy. I'm probably going to write a book about this eventually as well. Uh, and just let it, letting go of preconceived notions of societal ideals. Um, you know, we're domesticated animals and we're playing around with this fictitious idea called economy and currency. Um, and the, it's collapsing in front of us, right? We're trying to hold it together with the military industrial complex. And then you've got technology that's emerging and, and changing the, the, the job landscape for millions and millions of people. Um, and things are emerging and evolving, you know, as we go. And, and so I'm all about the evolution of the species, evolution of the human consciousness, and letting go of old ideas that are no longer serving us, which is kind of what we talked about with uh, the vegan um, uh, dogma earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree. It's a, it's, it's hard one with that because no one really wants to go into a marriage thinking, oh, this might not be forever. You know, when people go into a marriage, they, they, they obviously there and they, and they go in because they love each other and everything. So, just, just quickly, uh, Troy, how long were you two together? We were together for ten and a half years. Uh, I think, almost, almost eleven. We got married pretty quickly. And, um, I look, here's the thing. Newsflash guys. I didn't believe in marriage in the first place. Right. I married my wife. She, she, she had immigration issues. She was Korean national and she was working in the United States and going to ever since she went to school in New York. And, uh, she was in the fashion industry. She had a great job. And since nine 11, she had trouble with her visa. And, you know, I'm like, I'm an American. I, I have the right to marry anyone I want, you know, for paperwork or whatever. And mm -hmm. We did that and we fell in love. She, there's some beautiful qualities about her. And I still have the same philosophy. You know, I, I, marriage is just a piece of paper. If it, if it works for my gain in, or, or I can help another person out, then, then, then great. But the idea and the institute of marriage, clearly, I, I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a utopian ideal, and uh, and it clearly doesn't seem to be working at, at all. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's one of those stats you said there. Two thirds of marriages end in divorce. Except one of those stats is it can be misleading just because just because if you've been divorced once, and people like that's that's that counts into people that have been married two, three, four times. You know, so those people are more likely to get divorced again. I, I do get what you're saying though. For most people. But this is where it's hard because um, surely, I mean, <clears throat> you and your wife, would you say your which, were your views on lots of things similar or, or not? As in, do you think, I mean, was she into the health, health like you are, for example? Or was that something you used to go back and forth with? She was, but it became a point of contention, especially when it came with the children and eating gluten and dairy. And 
it's it's not that I'm so strict. It's just that, you know, I, I have knowledge. So when she's bringing home food that's substandard, I'm going to point it out. And so, and look, we live in the modern world. I get contacted every day from compromised gut situation, skin eruptions, and autoimmune disease across the board daily. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if the kids are coming home and they've got skin eruptions and they've been eating gluten or they're, you know, they're just, we're just making excuses. Oh, it's just a little bit or this and that. And the fact of the matter is, is we're dealing with an epidemic right now. Then I'm going to put my foot down, especially when it's going to come to the children's health, you know, how their lungs, what they're reacting to, how their skin's reacting, you know, uh, their, their their own health challenges. This is look. We live. This is 2018 on planet Earth. There's seven and a half billion people on the planet. We've trashed the place. Industrial waste everywhere. Toxic compounds everywhere. Toxic compounds in the soil, in the air, in the food. Mm-hmm. And and what? I'm a bad guy because I'm pointing out that that things are derelict. They're finding out. Oh, it's not the gluten. It's actually the glyphosate. So it's actually what's being sprayed on 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 the plants you know, on top of the phytic acids that are hammering the gut microbiome, then the, the body can't digest things that, that used to be digestible. And so all of a sudden I've become the bad guy because I'm pointing this out. It's just, I have knowledge. And so, uh, so it became a point of contention between my, my wife and I, where she would just go, you know, just, you know, ease up on that or, or don't be so, you know, I can ease up on that when the, when they're outside and, and something happens. But when I have supervision over them or I'm purchasing something for the household, then I have control over that. And uh, my choice, my optimal choice is don't fuck around with, with crap yeah. when it comes to our children and their gut microbiome, which is so important. And she just saw that as a power play where she could just go, oh, fuck it. And he's too strict, and uh, and and I'm just going to be lax on this, and then let that be a power play and a point of contention. And then she tells me to just relax, and I tell her to, you know. So it was just. No, no, I get it. Yeah, that's the reason I wanted to bring it up, my man, because I think that's very, very important for people, especially listeners, because I mean, the people that have been through it, like you do get the couples that are both into it. But more often than not, you get one person who's into it a lot and they understand. And as you said, once you've learned something, you can't unlearn it. And so, as you said, you've got to go out with your friends and have a bit of fun every now and again. Okay, well, it's a different situation. But what goes on in the house and what you do majority of the time, 90% of the time, is really important. And I think for couples, especially in our, in our industry, and once you know what you know, I think that's a big thing you've got to be with someone because, you know, someone just says, oh, it's not a big deal. And you're like, I don't think you understand how much of a big deal it actually is. Um... It can be, as you say, it can use it as like a as 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 a weapon against you, um, or just a bit. Well, so, so I wanted to ask you, you know. Well, let me let me just add to this. So we've been divorced for a year now, uh, or separated and divorced, and and so uh, so now she's asking me advice, mm, and cool. she she wants to know fitness advice. She lost a bunch of weight, obviously. You know, just the relationship itself was you know created stagnation. Uh, in both of us. So both of us are doing better. The kids are doing better. Everybody's doing better. So divorce is actually good, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, and so uh, 
And look, the woman's going to be my wife forever, no matter what, because we have children together. We have a relationship together, no matter whether we're having sex or not. And so, um, and, and it's my wish spiritually and mentally and emotionally to be friends with this woman and make peace with her, even if she's being an asshole. And so, uh, because in the end, you know, it's my peace, it's my heart and soul that's going to find solace in that. And the children are going to reap benefits from it. So, uh, so I continue to use it as my mental, emotional, and spiritual uh, platform to grow myself. Uh, and then, you know, she's asking me uh, advice about, you know, she ate a bunch of gluten or some other garbage and it gave her a food hangover. And, and she, then she asked my opinion and I was just like, yeah, that's why I've been saying what I've been saying. And then, you know, she wants to know functional fitness tips and, and, you know, she's trying the keto diet. And I told her, I said, look, you got a traditional Korean diet is basically keto, paleo, etc. Yeah. You got a little bit of white rice, but it's not that big of a deal, but the traditional Korean diet you can just stick with. Um, and then ultimately at 48, cause now she's 48. Um, and, uh, you know, ageism exists in our, in our country, especially in Los Angeles and especially in the fashion industry. And I said, your most important directive physically right now is to stack muscle. Um, and you can't do that eating gluten. Let me tell you. And why, so she gets why it. is that? She, she gets it now. Uh, wh- why can't you stack muscle or why should you be stacking muscle oh, well, at her uh, age? Well, both. Well, I'll tell you what, just because I think it's interesting, this is a lot to know that. Why, why should she stack muscle at her age and why can't you stack muscle when you're eating gluten? So um, you, should, you should definitely have as much muscle as you can put on your bones for your muscle, musculoskeletal system, for your motor recruitment, for your posture – everything. And as you age, gravity's pulling you down. And, um, you know, the law of entropy, uh, energy, what is it? Energy cannot be created or destroyed. And so, but the body is losing energy. It's going elsewhere. Uh, and so, uh, you have, uh, less energy. And so you definitely want to have, uh, your posture, your motor recruitment, um, your biomechanics, uh, and your musculature all as strong as possible because as you age, that can uh, atrophy a lot quicker. Uh, move it or lose it is the old adage. Mm-hmm. So get into an exercise program that's going to keep you mobile. It's also going to keep you strong and keep you building muscle. Your body, if the if you're eating gluten and inflammatory agents that are going to inflame your gut – it will blow out your guts, and the first thing that's going to go is your transverse abdominis, which is your core, your core connection. It goes from your brain down your vagus nerve through your heart into your gut. So that's you know brain ganglia. Your second brain is in your gut, your gut microbiome, uh, etc. So it's a very important area to keep um, uh, the inflammation down. And so uh, gluten is a known inflammatory agent. And so if you're blowing out your guts, the energy is going to go to your glands and your organs first, not your musculature. And so uh, uh, your body's basically going to be trying to hold it together with all these uh, inflammatory agents and these inflammatory markers going off in your body. And so it's going to be much harder to build muscle while you're eating shit. And so 
you want to be eating things like Jordan Peterson's daughter figured out, oh, well, if I just eat meat, that's going to be beneficial for me. I'm going to feel a lot better. Well, if people just streamline their diet to figure out what's going to give them the most energy and nutrients, um, and it's not going to inflame their gut. They're not going to get bloated, skin issues, uh, inflamed gut, um, ultimately leaky gut or gut permeability. If the body uh, can't break down materials, it goes into the bloodstream and then the body creates a histamine reaction, which is which is a, a immune reaction. If that goes on for long periods of time, then uh, it's driven by uh, adrenaline. Uh, the body will break down. Uh, it'll exhaust the body constantly having uh, to stimulate the immune system. Uh, and then once the immune system is overactive, it will actually break down and then it opens up the body for parasite and fungal infections. And then you've got a big serious energy problem. Uh, so streamlining the diet is the most important thing. Uh, diet is 75 to 80% of your fitness. So um, getting a real good handle. I hope I didn't bastardize that uh, uh, too much, but but that's that's the essence of it. No, no, don't no. inflame don't inflame the gut, uh, and then you'll have more energy to build muscles, and you'll have a stronger, uh, more intact body with a functioning internal uh, organ system, internal organ and gland system, because that's where the energy is going to go first, and from there. Uh, uh, the innervation in the motor recruitment goes out into uh, the muscles and you actually have energy uh, to build muscle. If not, you're going to be bogged down by metabolic processes and your body's going to be, your immune system's going to be active. You're not even going to have the energy to build the muscle. So that's why that stuff's all important. I hope I didn't, no, no, I hope, no. I hope no. my thoughts were concise. Yeah, no, perfect. I always say to people, uh, people clients, etc., when they're coming to you and it's like, let's be honest, uh, you're saying that you're, you're chronically fatigued and exhausted and, and yet you're, you want to go to the gym and you want to work out you want to look a certain way. It's like your body hasn't even got enough energy to heal, let alone to work out. We need to get to the root of this problem first. And I think you said that's really important. And You know, the fact that, the fact that your wife is now asking for advice, it's probably because probably because you're not in each other's lives as much anymore. So instead of like, so she actually seems you as, it's just weird, isn't it? You know, we can, the people that we're closest to the most can, uh, as, as Paul Chek talks about, the ego will do brilliant things. It will sometimes just um, you still you still there, uh, Troy. Yes, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, cool. I was saying um, sometimes ego will do brilliant things where you're it'll actually live in pain just to prove a point that it can do that to despite someone, you know. Um, and so I think it's a bit of a big thing once you actually step away from someone. It's why you find it hard to give parents advice or close people advice because it's coming from you, right? That's why they go outside and actually employ someone different um, because it, it's coming from someone else. It's amazing uh, how it works. But no, it's awesome, my man. It's, it's great. And because right now you said you're, you're doing this road to yoke, Tanya. Yeah, you know, I got back in the gym. I had my own, um, I had my own, inflammatory issues. I had black mold exposure from 2010 to 2013. Mm. And, uh, and then I had autoimmune myself and I'm sure my body was open to parasite and fungal infections. I was going to sleep after a meal of clean meal that I would eat. And I would have gurgling up in my like duodendum and, and my pancreas and my spleen. And it was like, what the hell is running around in there, man? And so I had to dig deep because I, I was already living my protocols. 
So I had to dig deep and find other newer protocols to dry up whatever parasites or fungal you know issues that I had. Also, my lungs haven't been the same ever since living in the black mold house. Uh, and so I've had to pull out everything out of, out of the stops and, and I couldn't get back in the gym. I had intramuscular pain. I had joint pain. It would go from one joint to the next. I just had a lot of weird anomalies showing up in my body. So I was, I did a lot of Qigong. I learned from Paul Check some Qigong and some Tai Chi. <clears throat> and I was doing a lot of Qi energizing exercises to rejuvenate my body. But Stacking muscle was eluding me, and here I am surrounded by you know Paul Check, the biggest strength training coach in the world. His technologies are badass. Um, you know they're highly functional, and I wasn't I wasn't living them. And and not that I could, not that I wouldn't. It was just that um, I was still rebuilding a certain part of my body, um, my energy field ultimately. And so I did I did a series of. Uh, I did dry fasting. I did uh, hydrogen peroxide therapy, and uh, and I really bumped up my urine therapy as well. And those things really took me from about seventy percent healed to about ninety nine percent healed. Mm. And uh, and then I just got into the gym and I said, "Look, my energy isn't what it was when I was in, in my twenties." And that's actually the biggest thing that I deal with with clients. They want to get back in the gym. And they, they want to build muscle. They want to do this. They want to do that. But they don't understand their energy levels. And they don't understand um, what it takes to build step by step. Um, because everybody thinks they're 20. Everybody thinks they can just go into the boot camps and start doing burpees. They think that they can just go, uh, you know, do these high athletic, uh, high intensity uh, interval training uh just real high intensity stuff. They think they can squat. They think they can deadlift. They think they can. They think they can pick up heavier dumbbells. I see this with the thirty year olds. Guys get around me and they think, you know, oh, Troy's ripped. Troy's in good shape. You know, let me pick up some forty five pound dumbbells and start doing lunges with them. And it's like, yo, man, you got to look at your biomechanics. And you can't tell that to a man. Mm. that thinks they're doing, you know, good or well. In fact, I, the, the one guy I'm thinking of, I actually saw him recently in, uh, you know, he lost a bunch of weight and I said, what's going on? He's like, yeah, I injured myself and, and, uh, I can't do what I was doing with lifting weights. So he went, he went back to running. And so I was like, okay, so, so what I had to do on my road to yoked was, I went into the gym and I gave my per, myself permission to pick up 12 and 15 pound dumbbells and do uh, two sets of 20 of whatever exercise that I decided to do, whether that was uh, clean and jerks with, you know, a 10 pound dumbbell, you know, over, over my head uh, or it, it didn't matter. I wanted functional fitness. I wanted functional moves, even if it was cable pulls or any of that stuff. I wanted full functionality, motor recruitment. I wanted all my biomechanics to work. So I went super lightweight and super high rep. And it was all about the functionality. And then in the end, I would grab the heaviest dumbbells that I could just to pick them up and feel the strength in my body and activate some androgens. So I started out with 50-pound dumbbells. Which is which is which is not much for someone 
you know, my, my size. And, um, and it was all I could do to do the lighter weights because my mind kept on going, God, I'd like to grab the big ones. Mm -hmm. I'd like, I'd like, I'd like to stack a couple extra 45s on the side and do the squats. I want to do these deadlifts. I want to be stronger, feel better. And you know, that's my ego talking. And it's, it's, and to build up to that, I had to go super, super slow. So I am eight months. I started November 30th at Gold's Gym in Venice Beach. I, 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 I started, uh, so I got about eight months of consistency. So I'm about average four times a week. I'll go into the gym. And the good thing about Gold's Gym or any big gym where people are serious is they're getting work done. So you can go in there and yeah, there's a social scene, but for the most part, you're going to get some work done if you walk through those doors. And I do that four times a, a week minimum. Sometimes I'm in there seven times a week. And that's usually even just socialization. Now I'm doing a little bit more cardio uh, to get a sweat on, uh, just changing it up. But for the most part, I am in there consistently, and I move my body seven days a week no matter what. I ride my bicycle almost every day, uh, et cetera. And slowly but surely, I am receiving the gains that I wanted to. I've got the shape coming online. I'm getting the, a little bit of the density the shape is really coming online, and I figure by the end of the year, I can start stacking some heavier muscles and maybe even uh, hire a trainer to take me to the next level. So that's where my On the Road to Yoked and Ripped at 50 campaign is at. Yeah, my man. You look, you look great, mate. I'll, I'll tell you, um, I think it's really important what you said there as well because so many people, there's so many trainers out there as well. There's, there's people in London that... Just when they say, oh, people people pay massive money to get them in ridiculous shape and it's 12 weeks, but then they're completely burned out afterwards and they just feel absolutely dead. And it's like, oh, yeah, they look, they seem like they've got, maybe they've got a six-pack, but they look dead behind the eyes. It's like, that's not where you want to be. You want to get there gradually and it's a process. I mean, I have to do it myself. I went to, um, I see a guy, Warren Williams, from, for me, he's a check level four practitioner because um, playing lots of sport uh, and being like, an athletic background, it was always... Just get it done, get in the gym, get it done, etc. And, and I had a, few, a lot of structural issues, and and I ended up getting plantar fasciitis and a few other things. And you know, people in the industry would just treat the foot. Well, it wasn't the foot; it was my atlas was off. I had lots of other issues, and very much like you, it's very hard to keep your ego in check when you've been deadlifting one fifties and, and pluses, whatever, and to then go into doing little things. But like you, my friend, I wanted to to have that biomechanical. Um, health you know i don't want to be stiff and rigid like a lot of people want and it's like sometimes you've got to go backwards to go forwards right yeah man and i mean you mentioned warren williams i mean warren williams is probably one of the top trainers in the world and he's pretty much undiscovered yeah you know that that guy he he knows core function like no other human being i know on this planet and uh you know he's worked with the greats but i still think he's he's really uh on, uh, he's he's not known as as much. He's and 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 he's one of the unsung heroes. And you know his day hasn't really seen, uh, um, hasn't really come yet. And so uh, mm. good that you're working with him because I'd love to be working with 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 Warren. Um, and 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 that's it. You know, people look. I I'm at Gold's Gym. I'm at Steroid uh, Central. Yeah, uh, and it's been that. <laughs> It's been that way for a long time, and I see the greats come in there. I see Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger. I see Lou Ferrigno in there. Um, 
And, you know, recently I saw Tom Platts. He couldn't even take off his jacket without being in severe pain mm, and, having, and, and, having, and having help. And some of these older guys, I mean, you can see the fatigue. You can see the stress, the striations, the bloodshot eyes, the, the vascularity, the veins like sticking out of their face and stuff. And it just does not look healthy. They do not look rested, hydrated. They don't look well. No. And so, uh, who's the, um, who's the, sorry to book me, who's the, who's the English guy, the big one, who's a big bodybuilder, um, back in the day, he was a, oh, I can't remember his name. Dorian Yates? Dorian Yates, that's it, my man. You see his podcast with Joe Rogan, see how he's changed or anything, like, he does yoga now, eats greens, and he does, oh, it's completely different, and he's saying, like, because it's just, he did it for a reason to get there, but health-wise, it's terrible for your health. Yeah, yeah, I saw him, I saw him recently on that old podcast and uh he was on london real as well and and uh yeah i really liked his vibe because i mean look i'm in golds every single day and i see these the one thing i like about golds and 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 some of the some of the meathead uh you know guys that work out there and stuff and and i mean meathead is a term of endearment uh anyhow you know some of these guys they're they're affable and and they're positive i really like that but when it comes to honesty and, you know, what I'm trying to promote on, on the Internet here and, and all around the world is, you know, holistic health is a completely different animal and, 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 it, and it's healthy. Steroid use yeah. and bodybuilding is very unhealthy. And so uh, I do like their mental outlook and their mindset of positivity, but it's not, it's not health. And that's for sure. It's weird, isn't it? Because I always say that. It's like people say health and fitness. It's like people don't understand how sometimes far away the fitness world is from health. It's like it's the sometimes it's the complete, um, the complete opposite to health, uh, the fitness world in some respects. Well, I've, I, I've been saying this for years. Most most healthy people aren't fit. Most fit people aren't healthy, and most spiritual people aren't healthy or fit. Yeah, you need to, and that's that's where you, you cross over with the holistic, and you and you add it all together, and it's amazing. What it's funny you said that because because I I still play football. I still like to get up and down the pitch. I try to do like a couple of times football week, and in the gym a couple of times a week. But it's funny that the less I do, um, if I'm being clean, the less I do. Sorry, I need to do less to look just just well and look healthy. It's almost like giving that your body time to rest. And just doing bits here and there rather than smashing yourself all the time. Because people like think they've got to smash themselves, but generally because their diet really does suck. But when you're eating well and you're doing things, it's amazing how little you need to do in terms of um, in the gym. Like you have to smash yourself so much. But really interesting, some of the things you mentioned there, Troy. Definitely the new fungal protocols. When you talk about, I mean, your own therapy, we've had people on here discussing that and dry fasting. But hydrogen peroxide therapy, just can you give us a little background into that. So I, one of my colleagues worked with AIDS patients in, uh, in the 80s and 90s in Beverly Hills. He was working with a naturopathic doctor and real amazing nutrition guy and, and holistic guy like, like ourselves and, and uh, looks great too. You know, he's in his 50s and, and uh, he just looks dynamite. And uh, I've known him for years. He used to run the uh, Raw Food Club. Uh, here in Venice that we had for years. And, and so I've known him and, you know, he sees my holistic game. And, and so he started giving me some advice and, and, uh, and coaching me a little bit. And then I told him what I, what, what I dealt with, with the black mold and, and, uh, and the autoimmune. And, and he suggested, 
And I'm not suggesting this to anyone. So I just want to be clear. I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to treat, mitigate, or cure anything. Or I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a scientist. I'm practicing in my own laboratory over here. And so he recommended I do some hydrogen peroxide therapy, and and it's 35% hydrogen peroxide. He said work my way up. I think he said start at like two or three drops first thing in the morning. <clears throat> do it twice a day. In, and in, then, in water uh, or just in your mouth? Or where, where do you do it? In, in, no, no. It'll burn the shit out of yeah, you. Yeah, you've got to lose you know, it, right? Yeah. This this stuff is extremely dangerous. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, 35% is extremely dangerous. You can uh, burn a hole in your skin. So, yeah, you definitely want to dilute it in water. Uh, so he told me to ramp up to 10 drops and it would probably take a month or six weeks or so. And so I slowly but surely did it and I could feel the drying effect as well. It's very strong. And, um, I got up to 10 drops and then I started doing it once a day. My intuition kicked in instead of once I did it twice, instead of twice a day, I did it once a day. Uh, and then, um, and then I just felt like I had run; it had run its course. And then that was about five or six months ago that I ended that. And uh, and then recently, I only did it for like maybe three months max, two months, two and a half months. And then recently, you know, it's still in my house, so I have it. I started putting three or four drops in there. Um, so what, would you, so what of, would you put the drops in? Water. Just water. Just water. Just, just water. Yeah. Cool. And you can gargle it on your throat, and you can feel how strong it is. Um, you know, it's it's extremely strong. I recommend if people are interested, don't don't listen to me and, and my shenanigans and, and what I'm up to. Do your own research. Mm-hmm. Figure out you know if it's a viable concept for yourself, and then um, you know, and then find a practitioner maybe that can help you yeah. with it. That's so, it's interesting because um, people use it for different things, especially. When it comes to I mean, even ear infections, hydrogen peroxide in the ear diluted, people use it for that. So it's interesting to use it uh, internally. But but for you, you think it definitely works? Um, yeah, I, d- I definitely think it helped. I went from I remember last year, about a year and a half ago, um, I was still dealing with like autoimmune dysfunction to where I would wake up and I'd be exhausted, and I would like take my kids to school and I would have to go home and sleep for like five days in a row. And so I just didn't have the energy and I was dealing with that. It would come, it would come in bouts like in true autoimmune style symptomology. And, uh, and that's pretty much gone away. I got my energy back and, uh, you know, I, 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 I did get a little under the weather recently and then I got like a little lung infection. Um, my lungs have just never been the same since living in that black mold house. So where was so, that? Where, where was it when you were in that time? No, we, we were, uh, the f- whole family was exposed to it. Oh, okay. We, we, we had a beautiful penthouse overlooking the Pacific ocean and you know, who, who, who knew, you know, but one leak inside behind a wall, you know, unwatched will will develop mold and, and this building it, was old this okay. building was very old okay and where, oh, okay and where did it come was it just from just from was it was it from the water was it from the sea what, what was it where was it what was it from do they know it was it was from the walls 
Just in the behind the walls. Just in the walls. So, I after later investigation, after living there for a few years, I, I did it, some investigation, and and the neighbor said that the uh, splink, sprinklers broke, and uh, like three or four times, and he had ankle ankle deep water in his penthouse apartment, you know, a couple of times. And I was like, wow. Wow. So, you know, the place was, the place was contaminated. Actually, the building wasn't that old. I I think it was built in 1974. It's just old to American standards. And, uh, but black mold can happen almost anywhere. I know in Europe it's, it's well, it's well known. It's hard to prove the, the, the lawyers, the doctors don't know how to look for it. The, the lawyers, they don't know how to uh, prosecute it, and the, the judges, they don't want to hear it. and it's, it's complicated because there's ambulance chasers that just want to get money for something that's invisible like that, and then there's, then there's people that really get injured. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I was one of them, and, and just going down the whole court case thing, like people didn't really want to be involved with it, and I just didn't want to be involved in the court case and something like that, so I just – I. Paul, I, I, I contacted Paul and Paul, you know, I've dealt with enough shaman and, and, and elders and wise people, you know, they, they don't hand out advice a lot or willy nilly. And so he was just like, you know, if I were you, I'd probably get out. And I just took that serious. And yeah, and so yeah, yeah. hundred bucks. I can imagine mate. because what can you do? It's there all the time. You're breathing it all the time. Uh, you can't see it. I mean, I mean, Doug Kaufman has almost, as you probably know, Doug Kaufman, uh, I'm not sure talking about it. Like people, insurance companies won't pay out either. Like they just won't pay out. It's, it's, yeah. They just don't want to know about it. But Paul said, get out and you moved. Yeah. And then, you know, that was, that was another big stress on our relationship. We moved eight times in four years mm. with, you know, a family of, a family of, uh, of four. And, and uh, it caused more arguments and, you know, we found we moved into another house that had mold, and you know, just just issues. And uh, you know, I'm grateful for the whole experience because it made it helped me understand. It helped me understand how to heal autoimmune issues. Um, you know, it's so prevalent in our society today, and uh, you know, I've walked that fire. I know what it's I know what it's like to have a compromised uh, overactive immune system. Um, I, I know. I, I I just I've experienced it. I know exactly what it's like. Mm. Yeah, it's a horrible place to be, um, my man Troy. I know you've uh, you've got a busy day and you've got to get out of here, but it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Uh, anything that you've got coming up, you want people to know about? I have a men's retreat in Joshua Tree, California, um, September twentieth through the twenty third. It's the Vernal Equinox. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's the next public event that I have. Um, I do personal retreats in Santa Monica, California, which is a vacation destination, and uh, Muscle Beach is right there, as well as Gold's Gym. And so I do I do that with clients. I work I work I work with shamanic medicine. I take people to the Amazon for personal retreats. Pe- people that are dealing with life debilitating issues, or and or executives that are looking to. Um, you know, they have all the Ferraris and mistresses in, in, in their life and their life's just not adding up. And so um, I take them to the Amazon. I also do personal retreats with them in Santa Monica as, as well. And so it really just depends on where people are at and where they want to uh, uh, go with their life. 
And, uh, you know, I'm a prime example. You know, it's never too late. Um, I think Paul gives a, a great um, definition of health. A healthy person is one that faces the challenges of their life continuously. That's mm. a healthy person. Um, and so um, I provide, you know, services for people that want to do that. If people want a more hands-off approach, I've been practicing cleanse and detox and fasting for almost 30 years now. I work with a 10-day juice cleanse. It's available in the UK. It's available in the EU. It's available in North America as well. What's it called? Um, uh, um, I'll send you the link. Uh, it, yeah. I work with Platinum Health Products in the United States. It's called Purium Health Products, Pure and Premium. They're, they're all organic, non-GMO, uh, uh, whole food, raw food, superfoods. We, we, we dry organic wheatgrass the second it's juiced, um, and, uh, uh, and then we, we get it out to the people. We've been doing that for 25 years. I partnered with David Sandoval. And so we have a 10-day commercial juice cleanse. It's anabolic. We have uh, vegan amino acids that build muscle whether you're working out or not. And so, uh, so it's an anabolic cleanse. Most of the cleanses on the market, if not all the cleanses on the market I've ever seen, are catabolic breaks precious muscle tissue down, um, this builds it up. And so, uh, so I, do, I do two group cleanses a month, and so people can jump in anytime. If they're listening to the podcast, you know, uh, holler at me on social media, and, and uh, I'll give you the links to all that. Awesome, man. I know you've got a. I'd actually like to get you back on in sometime, probably down the down the line, maybe in the near future, to talk about. Maybe you've, you've got definitely, I think, the four key issues that you think that we're facing today, but that would be great. But um, awesome, man. Best place to find you is it www.certifiedhealthnut.com? Yeah, Instagram's probably the best place to follow me. Certified Health Nut. I'm on Facebook, um, TroyCasey.com. Okay. TroyCasey.com is for my consulting services. Um, and so uh, some of my tech is great and some of my tech is not so great. And, but my, <laughs> my, my, my Instagram is, 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 is on point. It's live. It's hot. I'm, I'm there almost every day putting up content. And uh, um, that's where I'm at. Awesome, man. Thank you very much, Troy. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Um, just hang on one second. I'll just close out the show. But once again, thank you very much for coming on, my man. You're welcome. Thank you. So, guys and girls, that was Troy Casey. I hope you enjoyed that. I mean, touched on some really important topics there, especially one around relationships, I think, and how stressful that can be and how getting that right, when you, especially when you're dealing with children, etc. Um, having different opinions to your partner can be very challenging, um, especially when you know, as Troy said, when you know about how important health is and how important food is and what it can do to the system, it's very hard well, you can't forget it and you can't unlearn it. So that little thing you think, oh, it's just a treat. And if, it's, if you're out and it's a treat, it's different to what you have every day at home, you know. Because um, you want to build your kids' immune system up. You want them to be as healthy as possible. And that's the way to do it. So it is, it's really important that you think people are on the same page with that. I know it can be very challenging having to deal with your clients. So, and also sometimes, as I said before, some of the people that are the most challenging to us and the ones that put the biggest barriers are the ones closest to us, you know just through ego etc so it's something we need to look into um but yeah we'll be getting troy back on the show for sure we, we touched on lots of good topics there we could we go on for a long time actually heading to la uh, in the next uh, week or so um next couple of weeks so i'll be actually trying to maybe meet up with him personally and if we are then we can maybe shoot a couple of videos for you guys um which is really interesting 
But yes, got some really good guests coming up. Um, as always, guys, head on over to www.reviveyourself.co. Lots of articles on there. Um, we've got a free four-day mini course for anyone who's going through a chronic condition and wants to understand why. And also, you can hit me up at ryan at reviveyourself.co um, if you're looking for some one-to-one help with any chronic condition that's been going for a long while. I've actually got one space left to work with me, as I said before the show. Um, got lots of good stuff coming up, guys. Lots of... Lots of interesting interviews, lots of stuff happening, you know, getting this, really working on the scene to get this uh, site up for you, shop open for you, I'm going to have lots of good products, links, They're all the things that I trust, going into different, obviously different products, but then uh, the, the, the water filtration systems as well, going to have some check courses on there, um, different skin products, everything, so that's going to be really interesting, and I'm looking forward to getting that out for you guys, so you can have someone you can actually trust and know where to buy stuff. As always, guys, I want you to stay well, I want you to stay happy, stay healthy, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. If you're struggling with gut issues, such as gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, heartburn, and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects, then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of The Healing Health Paradigm today.